0: So, why did you guys swing down him in
1: the first place? We heard a lot of good things about Wernham Blog. We were given your name by Andy Hitchcock.
0: Oh, Cockles the big cock. Oh, so next time you see old Cockles, just ask me if you ever got the grass stains out of his trousers. Not
2: live on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the third episode in the Wernham Blog Series Two podcast. The only podcast dedicated to breaking down and discussing the UK edition of The Office. Now, if you wanted top trumps, you should come to him. But don't play against him with monster trucks, though. It's Jack. Form an orderly queue, And his knee's hurt, but he's nearly done. It's Seth. Christ, that'll do. <laughs> and his is massive, but it ain't made of plastic. It's Danny. Oh, and all. Welcome back, everybody. We're here to discuss today the third episode in the series. Uh, and this episode's called Party. Not that we've been short on parties for the last two series Yeah, this is what, like, the fifth party Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been keeping count the There's fifth, a lot of parties, isn't there? Fifth party in nine episodes <laughs> now This is getting a bit silly i never noticed it before But yeah, it is relentless I don't, I don't really care, care about, about the party I care about the <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> I <laughs> care yeah, about my Unborn podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, the cool thing about this one for me, it, it's not just a party, right? This is the first time where it feels like the Swindon lot have actually kind of settled in properly. Yeah, and yeah you get the, you, mean. you get the impression from this episode that the only person that's struggling to adjust to the change still is David. Well, they kind of taken yeah. over, haven't they? Like, yeah. Especially with Neil coming in and making them cakes and stuff. Because
1: Neil and the Swindon lot have exposed, like Neil's suaveness or so, su- supposed suaveness has exposed just what... I've,
2: Twat Brent can be, you know. It's really sad, isn't it? It's kind of the long goodbye for David because you, you've, I always knew that this series is the fall of David Brent, but yeah, to watch it in such detail, you kind of can genuinely see it slipping yeah. through his fingers, can't you? Yeah. The respect of his staff, his friendship with, or so called friendship with Finchie,
3: everything. And then it's agonizing to he gets a little pick me up from Cooper and Webb coming in. Yeah. You just know how that's going to end. So it's like he's, yeah. at, he's at his lowest step but he kind of feels a bit better about himself. But knowing where that's going to go and how much that's going to then crush him and
2: like put, yeah. really, really did put him down. I know we're banging on about that writing all the time but that's such a good plot point isn't it the idea of these yeah, two yeah, coming yeah. in who sort of rescue him from this downward spiral he's in like, and yeah. give him the boost needs. shot in the arm you've said before Seth that people
3: looking back on series 2 have thought but it got a bit too sitcom Like people like yeah. Charlie Brooker yeah. you said had said before yeah. that yeah. You know it <coughs> got, <coughs> Excuse it got, me, it
0: is a sitcom
3: Sorry Yeah, but, yeah, but It, it, a bit like it a got a s- bit too conventional Yeah, sitcom, yeah and, then and, then and then it got a bit more It subscribed to the of, sitcom formula more. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of went away From what made the first season So innovative And Series 2 mm. got a bit more Kind of, yeah, standard And, yeah, conventional
2: Yeah well, we talked about it last week the so so first episode Saying that Series 2 is funnier <laughs> I, mean, is, I think Series 2 is funnier Because it's more of a conventional sitcom Funny and better You know, to me They're not mutually exclusive Yeah
0: but it, yeah, it's more conventional, but it, it's more funny. More conventional, but, yeah, more fun. <laughs> I still think, yeah, it builds brilliantly on the foundation that season one set. Yeah, I think they're
1: cause... both as good as each other. I don't like to, to rate them like that. I think they're both brilliant, and I laugh more in series two. I understand why the purists would argue that series one is the pure office, and series two started to divert away from that slightly with more setups, more scenarios, more, oh, here comes Cooper and Webb, mm. the, the sort of Neil, the foil for Brent. It did move away maybe from its origins slightly, but what else could it do? It has to evolve somehow. It can't just stay yeah, the same, you know? Nothing ever have... changes by always staying the same. <laughs> same. Fact, as There's David says in this episode. Quite literally. If, <laughs> series, <laughs> if
0: Series 2 wasn't an
2: option, what would you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the options again?
1: We might as well with yeah.
2: So, this episode kicks off with uh, Neil standing at the reception desk and having a quick chat with Dawn wearing his Armani uh, very, uh, jacket, very suave, and Brent comes rolling in wearing a very similar jacket. Yeah. The interesting thing about this is before um, Brent walks in, Neil says to Dawn, It's 10 to 10. 10. To 10 to 10. So, David's yeah. late. David's yeah, rolling yeah, 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 in. Yeah, yeah. And almost an
0: hour late, and it's the way he well, and it's the way he walks in as well. Like the, he does the little overbites, he's walking. Yeah, right, I'm so yeah. Cool well, he's so jacket. proud because
2: he's got his new yeah. brand new leather jacket. Well, this yeah. is a petulant kid right now that we're seeing. This is outrageous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's given a dressing down, and he thinks the best way to respond is to come in an hour late, just <laughs> check we're on for a ten o'clock, and then just go bowling faster. And Dawn's yeah. there having to take the brunt yeah.
3: frustration. Like she, she just left it having to make excuses for him. You can tell because Neil actually genuinely seems pissed off. Yeah, of he? Like course, sort of ten to ten. Yeah, yeah. Where is he? <laughs> and then of yeah.
1: course. And then, of course, we have the famous Sergio Giorgini. Yep. Do you I think that it. line actually exists?
3: No, of course Gervais. it doesn't. It's, but what a brilliant...
2: like. Oh, you think this is Ricky
0: Gervais uh, ad-libbing? No, no.
3: no, no. Are, are you are asking you asking
1: the clothing
0: line? you asking over the clothing I'm line. I'm yeah. actually going to Google it. <laughs> we'll come <laughs> no, back to that. This is no, a yeah. live Google Googling from Danny. Once
1: and I think there was something like <laughs> Ranger Asda, which is called Sergio Giorgini. It can't like possibly.
3: That would be ridiculous. All, all
0: I can find is reference to the office.
1: All yeah, it does or, yeah,
0: say... Amazon.co.uk Sergio Giorgini clothing look for Sergio Giorgini at I'm sure it yeah, is yeah. yeah babe, baby suit baby grow 100% cotton <laughs> white by Sergio Giorgini yeah but because of it's probably called that because of the office, well, office yeah in the unlikely event of me having a kid I know what they're bloody wearing
3: <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah so this this kind of uh, intro bit is basically to establish that Neil's coming in to have a meeting with Brent yep. and, clear, and it becomes clear from some subsequent scenes where we see this meeting but Neil is basically just it's almost like without letting Brent know he's come in to just kind of have a kind of spy on Brent have like a find out what exactly
2: he's up to what his philosophy what is. I kind of think he's already his made his mind up is. to be honest at this point I mean, you know, probably. I think he's, he's evidence-gathering yeah. and he's managing Brent yeah, out yeah, yeah at yeah. this point you know he I mean? says something about it looked a bit chaotic out
1: there yeah or oh, do you think he's already managing Brent out by this I point? think so you think yeah. He's already, yeah
2: maybe yeah and oh. he questions him on everything so he says oh uh, assimilating assimilating what yeah, uh, you know uh, the team individuality. He does his little fingers together. Yeah, yeah. Nothing ever changes by staying the same. Quite literally. literally. <laughs> 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 We're just rolling up these adages. One but after then the Neil's other. just kind of sitting there like a stone
3: wall, just letting yeah. him, just kind of yeah, letting him make an idiot of himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, giving him, him enough yeah. right, time so he hangs himself. Well, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, but Brent's completely oblivious to this. Yeah,
0: yeah. But when the office was on a plane, the Confederation of British Industry was worried because they thought there really are people in offices like David Brent that just don't really do anything and oh. aren't really needed. I mean, you know people like that. Yeah. I mean, there absolutely are. Back yeah, well. people in my office like that. <laughs> are they? Are they, are they they're James? No, I'm going to in. Brent's
3: completely unaware of this, though. The fact that Neil was kind of like. Making him like letting him dig his own hole, and you can see from his talking head that he's talking about how what a maverick he is. Now he doesn't play by the rules
2: and stuff. Well, this is one of my favourite. He's using his hole as bait. (laughs) It's almost like this talking head. This talking head is like a marked uh, difference. I swear, if I could tell the difference between season one talking heads and season two talking heads, yeah, do you know what I mean? Brent seems a lot more defensive on this one. He's having. It's almost like his talking heads are explaining himself. Uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. a defensive standpoint as opposed to yeah. letting the cameras into his way of life yeah. like he has to kind of justify himself and talk about beefy because you know beefy uh, hits the <laughs> old cop I smokes the old doobie, but
0: will you fuck off and leave me alone oh, I'm walking the <laughs> O'Groats John for some spastics <laughs> <laughs> he's you not thinking of selection <laughs> policy exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like exactly like when David Brent talks about you know when he does all his charity walk for Venkat are you allowed to say spastics <laughs> it's the, the same thing of course thing. you're not it's that's the whole joke it's scope isn't it it's scope that's one of Ricky Gervais's standards Oh yeah, I think you'll find it scoped oh yeah <laughs> oh you <he's> scoped me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's been scoped since we were kids probably yeah, like no
3: yeah. one's taken it on board they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. this scene where he talks about <laughs> Ian Botham it kind of ages it for me as well because I mean I think it's funny it's obviously funny but it's I, not really a reference but, anyone would get these things but yeah no, but I don't get it I was 15 when when the office was on and a bit about the I still don't get the bit about the selection policy I mean I can kind of just gather that obviously it's, it's both from being kind of like uh, impotently kind of a maverick like, it, but I don't really get it. I don't really know what, what like, it's a reference to. But so, I just
1: like the way you, you, you're waiting for him to say some real rebel like I don't know I don't know who he'd say some real like Gandhi or something. <laughs> it's
3: A, a social it
1: rebel. Gandhi a rebel? What he rebelled against the whole fucking British Empire? Dean or someone like yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. a real rebel and suddenly so goes Ian Boford. <laughs> maybe not, maybe
0: but yeah, right. he
4: was yeah, to be fair you know, he did
0: you know, he did <laughs> he did give a bit of lip about the selection box and he did smoke the odd doobies so you know. <laughs> who, Gandhi? Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bit of a maverick, but he's a sort of yeah, he's a sort of yeah, very sort of yeah, middle-aged, middle-class, white maverick. Yeah, the kind of maverick, yeah, exactly. you know, that someone that listens to Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> yeah, the kind yeah, of yeah. maverick like David
3: Brent that can afford to be a maverick because he's not going to get questioned. Exactly. That's more yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, because no one's going to pull him up on of with bullshit because yeah. he's got the power. Because yeah, he's okay. kind of like he's had he's had every kind of. He's had every privilege afforded to him in his life. We don't know that. No, but by being a white middle class man, like just man bluster his way to the top kind of thing. Mm. Hashtag
0: yeah, hashtag me too. <laughs> yeah. why is it <laughs> By the way, does anyone know why I mentioned Mike and the Mechanics specifically?
2: Oh no! God. Uh, is it a question later? Oh, yeah. um,
0: in the deleted scenes, Gareth Keenan says they were his favourite band. He had fifty years of musical history to choose from, he chose Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> and Tim says that's why he drives him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a random choice of band. So Brent seems to be
3: kind of over the hump of uh, his kind of like a depression in the last episode, right? But that scene from his kind of like just kind of blustering towards Neil in this meeting, and
2: also we then see him trying to ingratiate himself with the two guys in the darts room, don't we? Yeah, and again, I don't think he's got his eye on the guys as such, but he's, he's just that he notices that the camera's on them, and so then yeah, I he I just pops so, yeah. into the shot and goes, can't beat a bit of bullet. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and again, no reason. and he probably doesn't give two tosses about darts. It's just, well, no, of course not, yeah, no, he just knows that they're on camera, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's t- the two, it's two the swimming guys. And it? Did you notice, obviously, he's just had the meeting with Neil where he took his jacket off, yeah, and for this scene, his jacket's back on again. Back on again yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's yeah, just wandering yeah. around the office. <laughs> so of well, no, yeah, he wants
3: to show off his new jacket any yeah. chance he can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: what happens in this, then?
3: Um, so so Oliver and uh, the... Julian. I guess we're going to have to call him the Julian Clary guy. Yeah, he's not given a name anywhere. Uh, but yeah, they're playing darts. Uh, and then Brent comes in, wants to get involved. Yeah. Tries to take over. Shit flies on those. <laughs> but to be fair, with, one thing I was going to say about this scene is that both of them, Oliver and Julian are kind of quite friendly to Brendan especially yeah, yeah, yeah. Julian gives him a darts to ask to get involved do you want so, to play? yeah exactly so this is an example of the Swindon lot maybe kind of avoid
2: these two specifically maybe kind of trying to kind of let yeah. him in a little bit nobody else is still on the Swindon lot he's the only one that sees yeah, those yeah, yeah. the yeah. they are in the office god knows I mean we're saying probably three episodes in two episodes two weeks between episodes what's that a month and a half maybe they've been there yeah, yeah. Like So they're settled in. They're in there. It's as good as
3: it. It won't be two weeks between episodes though, because well, Lee yeah. wouldn't have waited two weeks to apologise to Tim. Oh yeah, Sean. maybe. All right. Yeah. Well, well, well you they going to apologise to Tim? No, it depends. I think
2: some of them
3: are longer <laughs> than others. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there probably is. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, yeah. they're
2: settled in now, so we know <laughs> yeah. what we, they're all comfortable and they're in there. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about this scene though is when he goes to ask them how old he thinks they are. Oh, no, no, when he asked them how old they think he is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they said <laughs> him 40, and he was instantly offended. And he goes, no, 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 how old do you think I look? <laughs> 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 so that's a different question. Yeah, answer, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, I think, you know, I yeah.
0: think we can surmise that he's about 39 and 10 months at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, but to be he's fair, still hanging on
2: to his 30s. Still hanging on his 30s, yeah. When you it, ask no, somebody like in general, how old, how old do I look? and they say something, a really good way of replying to make them feel that like, uncomfortable and know you get a bit of a laugh is to say, no, how old do you think I look? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Instantly, you can get the awkwardness out. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and then, then of course, of course, Oliver, you know, Oliver just yeah, says... Yeah, social skills. Oliver, <laughs> just says,
0: <laughs> uh, Oliver just says, but, you know, I look, he looks between 30 and 40. Yeah, safe answer. Yeah, Ol- really meaning yeah. 40. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. No, but Oliver being the diplomat again, he's kind of just, yeah,
3: he spends the whole Hello. series just kind of trying to kind of... Not to stay on Brent's good side, I'm not saying he's a sucker, but like he's kind of just... He's cool. He know, yeah, he knows the way. He knows how to play kind of people peaceful, like Brent. You know. He's yeah, peaceful.
0: Yeah, peaceful. Yeah, he's 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 out. out. He's built he's out. He describes
1: him as more honest. <laughs> more yeah. honest, yeah. As if <laughs> Julian's lying. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's as if that 40 was utter bullshit. More <laughs> <laughs> honest. Just now you make make 30 up. into
2: the equation. More honest. He's obsessed <laughs> with being in his 30s. In the, early 30s. He's going to have a hell of a time when he turns 40, isn't he, Brent?
0: Yeah, which is, you know, literally like... In about a week from when this episode is well, in, <laughs> he's about he's almost 60 now, but you know, yeah, he must be. Yeah. No, 18 okay. years later, yeah, yeah. yeah David want, Gervais. Yeah. Well, if, we, if we take David Brent as being the same age as Ricky Gervais, yeah yeah, 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 you know, early 1960s birthday. Well, and
3: if we take it that he was 39 in 2002, yeah, yeah,
1: 18 years later, yeah, in his
0: yeah. 50s, Brent's getting old.
2: Yeah. But, Most people say he looks about 50. Yeah, how old does he look, though? (laughs) (laughs) So we were saying earlier that the the, uh, Swindon lot have settled in, right? And obviously this is really, really demonstrated by the fact that Trudy's having a birthday party in the episode today. (laughs) And it's some quite, I'd say, inappropriate gifts for somebody in an office. Hmm. Is that still the case? I mean, presumably it's inappropriate Um, now. but I thought now
0: it would be more inappropriate. Back in those days, people were a bit more laid back. and you know.
3: I was going to say, and I guess if everyone's (laughs) into it... They if some, if some bloke had just randomly bought her a dildo and she didn't <laughs> like that, that would be a problem. That would be I got raster. the impression
2: it was one of the girls that had bought her the dildo. Yeah, I think it's just kind of, you know, yeah, it's, I reckon just, so. it's just it's just boring. Like yeah, they, yeah know
3: they know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but speakable, let's throw back to what we were talking about a couple of episodes ago, Chekhov's gun is this old dildo. Chekhov's dildo. Oh yeah, Chekhov's dildo. Chekhov's dildo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to come back. Chekhov's dildo is going to come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're dead right, Jack. That is the dildo. There's no way they can introduce a dildo just in that well, scene. Well, there you go. you not come back. T- oh, still, you can't. <laughs> you can't
3: introduce a dildo into a show with someone like David Brent around yeah. and not yeah. have him interact yeah. with a dildo. That's coming later. back. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, that's coming back. <laughs> uh, and speaking, but speaking of inappropriateness, Gareth just kind of leering over oh. Trudy. She's looking. No, at yeah. She's opening her leather basque and everyone's just having a joke, she puts on over the top of her t-shirt, like, yeah, yeah. Gareth's just there, kind of really in the background, going, "Just try it on properly. Yeah, he's as if he's like her conscience, <laughs> as, <laughs> as,
2: <laughs> as <laughs> if he's trying to sort of subliminally care to do things, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not actually talking to her, he's just whispering. And everyone's just ignoring her, it's just like, <laughs> shut up Gareth, yeah. everyone's doing you a favour, I,
1: I think that's one of the creepiest moments, from an already fairly creepy guy, yeah, no, that's it's definitely just, a creepy What about the it's bit when he leans over free.
2: and he says, I'll give you a quick, uh, do you from behind if you want, just a quick in and Actually, out. He's no got loads of creepy episodes. He's really creepy. Um, he yeah, yeah. Uh, but remember what Finchie just done? He said about, um, you know. I usually do them from behind if I don't like
0: the first. <laughs> yeah, <and then, laughs> yeah, and then of course Ollie's comforted her, but once at the end of the episode in the credits, Finchie is doing <laughs> it <Finchie's laughs> from behind in the car park. <laughs> and they took. How many. Well, we how know how many did it take you to realise that Finchie was doing that? I don't know, twice maybe? Wouldn't he? I I I, no, no, I I I I was it was about my you know it was through about my fiftieth watch through that I noticed that. I knew
3: I knew pretty early on that they did those little in in like at the end of the yeah. scene, so yeah. I kind of
0: always just watched through to see him. Yeah, I missed the. When I first watched it, I think kind I of used to like get up and go to the toilet and make cup of tea. Or no, because I always like the theme tune. I missed all those, yeah. <laughs> but the theme, I, 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 I think when I first,
3: was first watching it, I found that the theme tune always fits because the endings are always so melancholy. Yeah. The <laughs> end. The theme tune fits so well but you kind of, sometimes uh, when the show's ended, you kind of just need to sit for like 30 seconds what? and just kind of like, take in what you just watched. We talked about Finchie. <laughs> and yeah. so then you end up, I ended up watching it to the
2: end of the credits and seeing the scene. I think in episode four with the Chaser stuff we talked about Finchie's or no, episode five in series one we talked about Finchie's oily charm and how he ultimately gets where he's going. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. So obviously in this one he leans over and he says I usually do him from behind a bit of a neck a bit of a backhanded compliment yeah. there get her attention yeah. and then later on when it comes to giving out kisses yeah. he does a really kind of slimy sort of suggest- I don't know just a, just a bit of a overly yeah. flirtatious well things. like
3: we've said multiple times it is inappropriate
2: but it's how you carry it off if you
3: yeah. it com- it's like we were saying the, confidence, speech, that's the it. speeches yeah, right. between Neil and in the first episode of series 2 it's about confidence and if you've got the confidence to carry it off Which doesn't is, matter how yeah. unfortunately it doesn't matter how seedy and slimy you're being people will kind of go oh, okay there's some kind of charisma there Mm. And yeah, I that's, that's what Finchie has in this,
0: rather than Gareth, who's just kind of electric the whole time. Yeah, it's so true. That's Makes Finch. everyone feel uncomfortable. Finchie is as well. She shouldn't have got with Finchie, she should have got with Oliver. That's what I would have done if I was her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this. You would have got with Oliver, would you? If you yes. He was charming. <laughs> Finchie was just a creep. What were you going to say? <laughs> Daddy likes blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver's entered your hole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> discovered your cap. <laughs> Not gay, I never am and I never will be. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> so, on the subject of Chekhov's still though. Yeah. Now, Rachel has a little funny idea and asks Tim to put it in Brent's office when he's on the, com- in, the in the meeting with Neil. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say, obviously, this is it's very, very well done by Tim.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim pulls this up beautifully, yeah. Probably pr- exactly how I would do it. Yeah, no,
2: yeah exactly. <laughs> he gets away with it absolutely perfectly. And then he comes out and he asks Gareth for his, uh, you know, applause. And Gareth really reluctantly gives him a three. A three, yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> that gonna be a question? Um, it's not anymore, eh? ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've put more questions <laughs> than I need this week because I knew this would happen again. Right. The policy is if we talk about a question. We don't ask you and you don't tell us, all right? Yeah, exactly. But you've both broken that rule. Oh, because I said that, that the one earlier. Only <laughs> <laughs> I uh, didn't mention that earlier when I arrived. It's 10 past 10. Is that no, 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 no. Could... It's 10 to 10 anyway. 10 to 10. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, actually. It's not. <laughs> well, good,
3: because I've already got it wrong. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Chekhov's dildo, yeah, ends up kind of like... that It just kind of like is the start of a sequence of, se- of scenes this episode that yeah. kind of develop the Tim... Rachel, Dawn, love triangle, and Gareth. As well. It's kind of square, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we see, um, basically, it's to establish the fact that Tim and Rachel are really, really close now. They've been on, they've been on their dates. The Yates's, God knows how long that ago that yeah. was. So who knows how many dates they've been on since then. And now they're kind of, they're basically a couple now. They're together, and Dawn is just kind of not liking yeah. it. And we're seeing Rachel, and through these scenes, we see that Rachel and Tim are kind of have the dynamic that Tim and Dawn used to have. Specifically, yeah, but it pranks is,
1: though. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's an edge to it this time around. Well, yeah, they're actually also, touching th- each yeah, that was their thing, winding up yeah, Gareth. The right? pranks, yeah, so exactly. Yes, yeah. Huge jealousy with with Dawn because her, her, not only has Tim kind of been taken away, but her little moment of fun, a little mm. moment of pleasure in an otherwise mundane day. Yeah, yeah. it's I go to work, at least I can wind up Gareth with Tim. You know, you, I'm sure you've all done a job in your time where. One of the only highlights of that day has been able to have a bit of a laugh with someone you work with. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Winding someone up or something like that. So she, I can, I can, I feel for her. You know, she's probably bored shitless
2: now because mm. doesn't look like the most exciting place for them. And also, don't forget, T- Gareth used to get a lot of. Um, attention with Tim and have a good laugh with Tim and Dawn was there as well but now he's suddenly got this new person coming in he's yep, only been yep. there for a short period of time actually taking the piss out of him as well not to mention the fact that he wants to get in her knickers and look up there <laughs> at it so <laughs> when Where's the opportunity see? comes to do a dare he's right in there so obviously she then comes up with this dare where she's going to write these little notes down and he, he's got to read them out to Brent whatever she says yeah and he goes in for it. And again, like we said, do you think the early Gareth would have done this? Probably not. He's lost a bit of respect for Brent and all of this. You know, yeah. You know, all this yeah, yeah, he definitely would have kind of put his foot down. But what is it she asked you to say that? Because there's three things, isn't there? He says, Without wanting uh, to step on the quiz, don't he? <laughs> Hopefully I'm not. Do a
0: good job. I like your beer and you should wear tight trap Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. another question. On. Well, I like your <laughs> 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 It's just yeah. knocking well, all out, just out of the box.
1: Yeah. I love after this the phone call, Tim feels I mean Gareth feels like he's kind of ingratiating oh, yes. himself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that way he go he, he kind of just puts his arm on her shoulder. Like yeah. he's just trying to join in. You almost feel a bit sorry for him at that point. Yeah, I so wish that they
2: I wish they'd just sort of given him a like a, a, a yeah. hug though, do you know what I mean? I
3: definitely feel sorry for him in that. And I think it's because I mean, obviously he's trying to kind of he's trying to impress Rachel as well. That's kind of the reason he did it. Yeah. But also, I think if you remember from from uh, the last episode, episode two of series two, when uh uh, Lee apologises to Tim and Gareth does that whole I'm watching him like a hawk on my end and I imagine you're <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. that he's kind of I, I was saying in the last episode that he kind of sets himself up as almost like Tim's other half doesn't he yeah, and that's, yeah. kind of, I, I mean, that's kind of I think that's kind of that's what's happening in this scene he's kind of he's losing Tim a little bit to Rachel not yeah, only, no, that's not so only is he trying to get with Rachel but he's also kind of he's, he's losing Tim as equally as Dawn's losing Tim if you know what I mean so they're kind of both uh, kind of kindred spirits when they're kind of getting jealous of the the,
2: the relationship between. Everybody's and drifting and away from everybody in this. Episode. They are, yeah, oh, yeah. Right? yeah exactly. That's almost a theme for this one, isn't it? In a way, where I, I guess so, yeah, People yeah. are losing their connections and their friends, and maybe that's just what happens when new people enter a, a dynamic yeah. like that. Well, that's the always thing, that's what it is. Yeah, always. I yeah. think it's very, very true of life. This, yeah. yeah.
0: I- think it's a realistic scenario for like David Brent in these circumstances. He yeah. was never going to have the same
2: hold as he did in series one. Which is one. why it's important to be able to evolve in life and actually adapt to the situation, because otherwise you find yourself clinging on to something that's never going to be there, and you're not well, on your
3: own. Which is what Tim is doing, because he's already found out for a bitter experience that, from in, from as far as he knows, it's never going to work between him and Dawn. It's just not going to happen. It's, it's, Dawn has established that she's not leaving Lee. Yeah. So Tim has had to say, right, okay, I'm going to adapt, I'm going to evolve, I'm going to move on. And he's kind of, you know, fair enough, he's got he's, he's, he's got with Rachel. And to be fair to Rachel, I know we kind of, like, said, I know she gets a lot of, kind of, flack as a character from fans and from us in these last couple of episodes. But she does bring out, we were saying before
2: we started rolling, but she does bring out the best in Tim, doesn't she? Yeah, she's a really important character. And I think, that actually, in terms of making Tim a lovable character, I would say that in this episode, Tim's at his most... Uh, I don't know just likeable. Like, most likable, most appealing. Yeah. I'd say if I was like most Charibatic attractive. Tra- I'd drama- say most attractive yeah, yeah, yeah. as a guy in terms yeah. of someone that like like he yeah. really yeah. might to be might like to be with because he just tease. All right, it's it's quite, quite five uh, minutes, respect. but no touching.
1: That I always think there's a little hint that Tim's <laughs> quite respected because. Uh, of course, in that scene when he's hiding the dildo, Neil also asks him to yeah. you know, to, uh, undertake the task of taking you know, the Swindon lot around the warehouse.
0: Well, we know that Neil was and, Oh my yeah. God, what a disastrous visit to the warehouse. Well, <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs>
2: there's, nev- there's never a good visit to the warehouse when there's a particularly <laughs> bad one. But to be fair, when he goes down to the warehouse, he's the absolute, the, the, the chilled out entertainer that David always wants to be. <clears throat>
3: but the reason why it works for Tim in the warehouse is that he knows his audience. He knows, right, I've... I'm, I can make these the Swindon lot laugh yeah. bring them down he knows he's never going to win over the warehouse lot and he doesn't even try Whereas great no but he doesn't really he knows it's not going to he knows he's just going to get a bunch yeah, of yeah, all maybe, your yeah. thrown at him but he knows as long as I make the, the Swindon lot laugh then kind of, you know I want yeah. my audience whereas Brent will try and make everyone laugh and so then he'll make no yeah, one laugh no no I mean. yeah he has no common denominator does he Brent yeah. yeah Tim kind of yeah. knows his audience and he's happy to just be like right those, those <coughs> lot aren't going to like me but this lot
1: are going to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so like, true, yeah. It really highlights the divide as well, if we're in an apartment, they go down to the warehouse and Tim makes that little quip about there will be working class people in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's quite a bit <coughs> gulf between them, you know, between the characters. And then it's interesting to see um, Dawn sitting down there with that lot as well. It's yeah. the only time we ever see Dawn sort of anywhere other than just sort of behind reception or in a party. But yeah, it, yeah, ends, it ends with Dawn obviously
2: totally humiliating. Oh, that's and, like, so awful, the isn't it?
1: Wait, Don't worry. Get the old milkers out for a tenner. Fuck
2: <laughs> off. That is so awful. I mean, what an asshole Lee is. I mean, we said last episode that I actually. Oh no, yeah, we said in episode one that we see this more. But it's not always him. so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a nice guy. Fucking hell, what a thing to say in front yeah. of all those blokes. I think, front of yeah, her but colleagues but he's, from upstairs. But he's, he's no with colleagues
1: when, when he's when he's sitting upstairs. He's he's away from all his horrible Neanderthal yeah, types yeah, in the warehouse. So he's sort of behaving himself a little bit. Yeah. Down there, he's in amongst all his tribe, you know, and they're just acting like pigs.
3: Yeah, that, that, this is Wanker. the scene where where Lee becomes irredeemable, basically. Yeah, hundred like, percent. After yeah. that, like there's just no going back.
2: Like he's kind of and he goes what, what? As if as if he genuinely doesn't think there's an issue with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What, I mean poor yeah. man, man. So exactly. obviously, what's right, what's Gareth, right? <laughs> Gareth's been itching to get involved in this dynamic with uh, Tim and Rachel, of yeah. course. And they're playing with top trumps at one point. So Gareth sees this as his in. So yeah. he goes over to her and says to her, "I guess what he thinks is a charming thing to say, or <laughs> yeah. like an impressive thing to say.
1: If you like top trumps, you should come to me." I used to play it, like, just by myself, with a dummy hand, for just testing out every different scenario, which cards beat which other cards, for hours sometimes, three or four hours at a time. You will never win. It could still be fun, though
0: yeah like, like that's going to be the date she's going to come and play Tom Trumps with Jareth and she does it with Tim <laughs> yeah she'd love to do it with <laughs> it's yeah. about who you're playing Tom Trumps with isn't it Danny yeah. Yeah. if he brings the toys <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, if it's Tom Trumps I'm coming around <laughs> <laughs> So the, pra- um, the practical joke that Tim and Dawn do though yeah. is obviously quite a good one, quite a clever one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super glue yeah. the phone to the thing. Yeah. Phone rings. Gareth comes over and tries to answer it. And but it's tragic because he stands up with Dawn. Yeah. And straight away turns to Rachel and gives gets the hug. Yeah. When yeah, Dawn stood there in the cold, man, and it's so sad. Well, that's the thing. Her plan has completely backfired. Yeah? yeah. And it's very similar to when it backfired when when Gareth gets left out in the cold. Exactly. Is that a bit out of order of Rachel though, or is that just no. half of the course? I think she's just not thinking about it.
3: Like, why should? Why she? does he... Dawn well,
0: like? Well, exactly. I guess. Why she know? She, Dawn... Yeah, she doesn't necessarily no. know at this point.
2: Dawn doesn't know because she she told him she didn't want to go over. But if Dawn, one, but even if Dawn doesn't like Tim, they clearly did the prank together. It's teamwork, you know. They were bricking it. Yeah, but she's just not thinking about it because <laughs> she... a team effort. Well, why? Why
3: would in Rachel's mind, and in probably in Tim's mind, why would Dawn not mind Rachel coming over and laughing about it? I mean, no one's saying that Dawn couldn't have laughed about it with them. She chooses not to because she's hurt and because she's jealous. It's but it's that thing where, yeah, you let your own, um, your own problems in your own mind kind of like override, overthink the truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she just took it for a joke that it was. Yeah, and she could have just she could have laughed about it. I'm sure. Tim and Dor- Tim and Rachel wouldn't have kind of shut her out like they did
2: Gareth. True. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, she she can't allow herself to do it just because she's, she's then, jealous. Because it's almost it. a carbon copy of the scene with Gareth. Um, well, not the, getting yeah. let in, as you said earlier, Gareth on the call. You can imagine Dawn with her arm on Tim's yeah, shoulder, yeah, 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 that yeah, really yeah, awkward. Yeah. Kind of exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're saying about Tim being quite a lovable character in this episode, and how actually you, you warm to him a little bit more. Part of that, I think, is down to this talking head that he has.
4: Uh, I'm a heck of a catch because well, let's look at it. I live in
0: Slough. In a lovely house, with my parents. (laughs) I have my own room, which I've had since, yeah, since I was born.
4: Um, That's seen a lot of action, I tell you. Mainly dusting, but uh, I went to university for a year as well, before I dropped out, so I'm a quitter. Uh, So yeah, form an orderly queue, ladies. And I think,
3: Daddy, you thought that was an example of him kind of like, you know, being, like he's kind of saying, he's... Explaining how much of a loser he is, he says, "Yeah, I live hmm. with my mum and dad. You know, in the same house. In my bedroom hasn't seen it, seen loads of action, mainly dusting. Um, but that's kind of. It, I see that as an example of just his kind of self deprecation. It's like a sense
2: of humor, though. It's not. And really it's sense of humor, yeah. yeah.
3: And it, and and it is charming. And I think, I don't I don't think he really sees himself as that. No, he's I don't not,
1: think. I think he's painting himself as more of a loser than he actually is. for kind of comic purposes yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. like when
2: he says that his cock is tiny and made of plaster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got obviously not
1: dry. Self-deprecating sense a humor. Yeah, I don't a, think he hates himself. No, of definitely not, not.
3: No, because obviously he wouldn't have the confidence that he so clearly does when he, he, he he's willing to make a bit to be kind of the center of attention and make a spectacle of himself in the in the uh, office. So he clearly has some kind of self-regard, and he knows yeah. that, he knows that he can be funny. He knows mm. that he can be
0: confident and charismatic. But yeah. there's a bit in the Christmas special where he goes, "Oh, I never makes laugh because I have no mates." So that, together with the dusting thing, does make me wonder a bit about Tim's like history. But he's joking. He obviously had mates, but he's pretending he didn't. Because yeah, yeah, he's saying he has no mates. You
1: know, dawns his he mates. He says yeah. it. Look,
0: words, you know. can I just say, this is a fictional show, alright? There's no objective answer to this, and he yeah. says he's got no mates, and you're telling me I can't believe it. Yeah, but from the evidence, based on your supposition Danny, in your head, you, this is pretty weak. Danny, do you think his cock is tiny and made of plastic? I think...
2: <laughs> he says that too, doesn't no, he?
0: No, no, but I... No, but I genuinely think... No, when he says that, he's quite serious. I genuinely think this guy is a bit of a loner. Okay, that's yeah, just, no, no, okay right. That's why I'm, I'm picking up. I'm sure he's a bit of a loner, but... And probably hasn't had much success with ladies in the past. And that's why this is like such a step forward for him. He's had a lot of That's what he needed for the reputation, yeah it's perhaps what he needed to push him to actually get in with Dawn is to have this practice with this bit of water, whatever she is first I don't think <laughs> <Just he> see <laughs> <it, whatever laughs>
3: he doesn't see it like that because I think he's completely sh- 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 shut off any uh, any yeah. idea that he might end up getting with Dawn. I think he's kind of forgotten about that. Mm. He's kind of got over it.
1: Do you think so? No, I don't think he's got over it. I don't think got over it. He's not got, got
2: it. over it, but I think he's kind. he's gone, right, it's never going to happen. He's got priorities elsewhere. Yeah. He's got yeah. somebody else that's taking his focus and his attention. Yeah And don't forget, he's just been shoved into a cupboard a few weeks ago. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. He's been given a fair warning. Yeah. He's,
1: he's taken his self-respect back a little bit. has in- helped him Get his confidence back after well, this a huge is, knock. Let's yeah. be honest the you know, is in she, Dawn's court. Yeah. She had to come along. She had to come along to rescue him a little bit much like Ray and Jude come along to rescue Brent from this yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, complete break of confidence. Rachel comes along and gives Tim a bit of a lift. But I think underneath that he's still madly in love with Dawn. I think if, yeah, if yeah, Dawn no. turned around and said if Dawn turned around and said, Forget about Rachel, I've left Lee. Yeah, oh, you absolutely. Know, give it go. I think Rachel would be gone. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, no 100%. no doubt, no
3: doubt. But I think he's also I think Tim's also kind of like to protect himself is kind of kind of told himself it's not going to happen. Don't. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the way he
2: does it in a Christmas special where it's like mm, she like, I'm, I'm not me. I'm not yeah, she'd have to ask me. <laughs> it's not going to happen, yeah. But the, yeah, when Dawn because Dawn actually comes over to him in a bit, doesn't she? And actually says, you know, can we wind up Gareth? And she's clearly like really desperate doesn't really know what to say. Yeah, yeah, full of nerves. Yeah, but she wants him to have some <laughs> fun with her and go back to the way they used to be and make some fun of Gareth.
3: Yeah, especially, I mean, considering that that day she's got humiliated by Lee down in the warehouse. She just kind of wants to... Go back to the person that's going to make her feel safe, and you know, kind of like not going to make her feel like. A and also, we've shit. had
2: all these shots of Dawn watching Tim and Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, oh, Just this yeah. longing look, when you feel so sorry for Dawn. She's an not really bag in this show. Yeah, you know, no we,
3: chance. We were talking about in episode two about how she obviously started
2: <laughs> to get jealous of Tim and Rachel. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, again, uh, it just kind of carries
0: on. Well, something I'm to be with, of now, with, now, isn't there? Really, I'm, I'm really. back with Lee yeah. now, so major <laughs> bed, major bed, love. So you're such a bitter little man. Yeah, As you all know doing this podcast the labor of love we're not paid for it so you know the only way we can fund it in word commas is through adverts which we're not paid for either um and as a few of you knew, know we kind of run out of steam with our own adverts so we've asked our listeners to um write in with adverts for their own <laughs> business ventures so let's rock you know smashy and nicey you know play in when i say that clumsy
4: take one of these little fellas the uniwipe you know that Ollie Rastel of Source Supplies who sells these things? Well, buy three packs, get one free, yes please Ollie, four. And Uniwipes come in all different flavours nowadays too. Clinical, multi-purpose, catering, washroom, ultra-grime. Do you like catering? All you're going to do with your Uniwipe is just a circular motion on the item. Because of the texture and quality of the wipe, that's coming off with no added water. With this, I'm removing the stain job, not the paint job. That's done. That's loads left in the packet. You can do the same again. Dozen packs to start with, sold to that man. You know, with Source Supplies, you can start off like that and then let's see. Can they ask you something? Who does your tampon bins? Source Supplies, not your average office and commercial facilities and cleaning supplies company. They don't go cold calling trying to sell people clothes pegs and dusters. They do sell dusters, but that's about five percent of what you know they do. So I've got a mate like a banana and split. Ooh. But before I do, promise me you'll remember one thing. You've used the internet before, yeah? It's easy in it. Just head to www.saucerepairs.co.uk. They are brilliant. Is the fact we are actually in the middle of some.
3: But of course, the other, the main subplot of this episode as well as Trudy's birthday, is that Brent gets
2: a, uh, a surprise uh, oh, yes. visit from Cooper and Webb. Just what he needs as well, you know what I mean? I mean actually, they're not Cooper and Webb, well, are they? What? No, no, no. I and they're from Cooper.
0: They get that all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's flagging his name at Brent cool. at this point. This is exactly what he needs to give him a little bit of a shot in the eye. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he's just... Uh, his face, when they say to him, actually, we'd like you to be one of our experts... Yeah. He's just yeah. elated, isn't he? Straight away. Look at the camera. I almost wanted I can almost see him doing a thumbs up like he did yeah, 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 to the camera But speaking of negging, that's what he does as soon as he sees That's uh,
3: true. Yeah. Well, and it's what he does with Neil as well when he meets Neil. Oh. His uh, obviously his um his strategy when he meets new people to kind of to re- to assert the power yeah. dynamic is to kind of ignore them a bit. Maybe
2: it's part of his team individuality. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the <management style. laughs> and they're obviously a bit
2: thrown, like Ray and uh, Ray and Junior, obviously a bit thrown. Yeah, they, kind of, they try and power through. Well, they must see all kinds of uh, weird and wacky, wonderful kind of different styles of management. Maybe they just give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, exactly. Maybe yeah, we yeah. just don't know enough about management. You know. Well, yeah. No, I
1: think I think if the people they see all day long are really dry and mundane and all buy the book and the definitely normal appointments and it's they're kind of like who the hell is this guy (laughs) maybe
2: they do maybe they think he's a bit of a uh, uh, off the wall character who's actually a genius you can see that they're unsure (laughs) about him at first you can see especially Ray his facial expressions are brilliant
1: Ray is fantastic he is out. do Do you know his name
2: who is this guy
1: is he brilliant or is he an idiot I can't quite work it out
2: yeah we haven't done stitch up corner for a while, right? But you have to wonder how come they've come sniffing round Brentford this week. Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
1: His yeah that's a good point. Reputation, reputation, and why does, why does Andy
2: Hitchcock speak so highly of him?
4: Oh God! Oh no, cockles, cocky, the big cock. Uh, next time we're talking to him, just ask him if he
2: got the grass stains out of his trousers, not in front of his wife. Cause... I
0: think stitch up. It was a stitch-up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yes. So, the go ahead. The matter is, they're coming to see him, based on the recommendation of Andy Hitchcock, because they've heard a lot of good things about Wernham hogg Good things that no doubt David would have been instrumental in. So, he's clearly received testimonies from people, he's clearly been <laughs> successful at his job in the past, and... That to me suggests that the useless Brent, which is continuing to be portrayed in series two, may be not 100% accurate.
1: Unless Hitchcock. Mm, I don't know. Like this. I don't know. Who, you've got to think who is Andy Hitchcock. Well, exactly. Maybe? He's the kind of guy who. do you not know Andy got Hitchcock. He obviously likes. Um, Rolling around, shagging random women in the woods or whatever. So, so, so <laughs> is, he, is he a measure of like professionalism? So, so you mean Andy that Hitchcock? someone who's not perfect and whiter than
0: white in their personal life that affects their professional? No, job. but Danny, if, if no. w-
3: w- what I was going to say is if Hitchcock is one of those ones like Sammy old slag, or like maybe what I what I thought maybe Hitchmo was like, where the old guard, the, the old guard, the kind of the old, the old, <laughs> <laughs> the old unchallenged <laughs> boozers that have their liquid lunches and obviously kind oh, of white lunch
1: we can deny that that brent might have been at one point in time not bad at his job he's not a completely incompetent person no so like it's it's safe to assume that in an old style of management you know where he's just been keeping it ticking over there'd been a few people going oh
2: yeah that david brent he's all right you know the thing is it's not even the things that david brent says because you can imagine if someone if you were to take david brent's speech uh or or any of his sort of motivational jokes and stuff and, and package it up into somebody who's got the confidence to deliver it It'll probably be okay. It'll probably go down well. Do you know what I mean? It's more his mannerisms and the way that he can't... He overthinks. He's too desperate. He's got his notes. He's shuffling. Do you know what I mean? He's just not a confident enough guy to deliver it. You can see the confidence just flood back into him as soon as he gets this offer of 300 quick. His boots are up on the desk. Yeah. Yeah. And he's chilling, leaning back. Yeah, with, with the younger these, audience, with these massive, massive hills as well. I mean, obviously they've been remarked on already by Neil earlier in the episode. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, they and look ridiculous. Really so I tell you what,
3: they're called lifts. Apparently Tony Blair used to wear them. Well, it tells you everything you need to. Wear. Well, exactly. It gives oh, really? you like a it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it yeah. gives you. I mean, it gets, I suppose it gives you a sense of power, doesn't it? Maybe. And I suppose yeah. it,
2: Neil is quite tall, so maybe there's an element of sort of wants to and be. Yeah, no, short, short. And the is ridiculously short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, obviously, he puts his feet up on the desk. There's a very short, pregnant pause. And then, what's the guy's name? Ray. Ray, he says...
4: You don't see heels like those much nowadays. You can still find them.
2: And the delivery's perfect. Yeah, so yeah, It's yeah. really, really, really good. <laughs> That's another
1: example of how the ensemble cast in The Office, every yeah. single character, no matter how minor they are, is brilliant. Yeah, so and true. Ray and Jude are both very, very funny.
3: Well, and especially because, and I'll keep harping on the point, but if you compare the acting in The Office to, say, the acting in EastEnders or Hollyoaks or something... Oh, it's chocolate cheese. And some of the actors repeat but but it's so natural in the office it makes you think of why can't everyone get this kind of performance out of their actors,
0: and like we said, some of the actors. Pete Lee is in both EastEnders and, yeah, the true. Well, but yeah. he's a
2: million times better in the Office. I mean, I, think, I don't
0: know what it is. I think it's just because the programme's so natural, the setting's so mundane. It's almost just like people behaving as people
2: Well, behaving. I think that's true. Well, although some of it's not. You're also doing by saying that a little bit of a disservice to the direction of Ricky and Steve, yeah. because obviously we talk about this show being incredible, and it's all these very small parts of it, like the ensemble cast and the naturalistic performance, that make it the show that we love. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's not just the awkward moments and the funny plots and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's everything about
1: it. Also what, well, about it. <laughs> also, what are you being given to work with? Have you been given an EastEnders script? I don't think it's... It'd be hard to be as excited about it. Well, that. that's true. That's week true, in, yeah. week out, uh, you know, as being given The Office. It's like, like an enough, Oh, my God, this is... You know, Series 2... By the time Series 2 came out, these guys were established as having just written one of the most outstanding new comedies of true in yeah. th- th- 30 odd years they was were darlings weren't they of yeah.
2: television so um, a part of this conversation he picks up his diary because he wants to make an appointment with these yeah. guys and reveals Chekhov's dildo yeah the dildo has been put there by a Yeah. Guy. his accusing eye obviously looks straight at Jude if
3: there's a dildo <laughs> as if be... she's brought it with yeah. her yeah imagine pop <laughs> down, it I'll it pop that. that down there for yeah. yeah.
5: later
0: <laughs> it's a dildo is it yours?
3: No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he goes out there, you know, this is going to be a showcase what a great manager is. Oh, and, he gets yeah. it and he says to his office, you know, Right, everyone. Yes.
2: What am I doing in there with a dildo? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I find, he finds out but it's Trudy's, yeah, and just kind of makes, makes Tim give it back. Yeah. And then we get the classic. Uh, so, what have we learn from
0: this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Not to leave your dildo lying around.
0: Don't leave it out of your sight because you can wind up anywhere
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah he's always got to add to it hasn't he
1: he's always yeah, got he's, to have a, just last add a little bit of insight on that situation I don't let it out of your sight. Yeah. You
3: know? maybe that should have been his motto when Jude asked him don't oh, let you, so never good. let you do anything about your site and when he has then he has to answer
2: those questions does not he for the he has to do the q a yeah, yeah, for yeah. his profile on the website oh yeah, and yeah. that is so perfect isn't it because what just, he ends like, up saying is ridiculous isn't oh, it don't um yeah what is it he says he says
0: about Own has oh, been God. his biggest disappointment um, but let's not go into too much detail because there might be questions. All right, about all right. This. But what,
2: let's just say he starts off trying to say what's actually quite a good philosophy on unemployment. Yeah, yeah. About making sure your staff are trained up. And it's, I think it's actually a Richard Branson quote. that's not a million miles well, away he says that some from pe- the first part he's, of his quote. that some bosses are worried about training up their employees too much yeah. because he's worried they'll get better than them. And I think there is a famous Richard Branson quote that's very, very good yeah. and it's not dissimilar to that. But yeah, what why bit why, more why, why, than why, what, why we don't train them in this day. That's yeah, what yeah that's true. it. That's and in fact, Richard Branson also
0: says that if you look after your employees, they'll look after customers. Most important, so Branson's inspired Br- Branson has inspired Brent a few times. I think
3: Branson also says, Don't ever let you your it about your sight. <laughs> 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 That's one of his comments. The, the point
2: is that like, he starts off with a quite a good sort of parable there, but then he goes yeah. on to say, Be careful because there's always someone. Yeah. behind you He's willing you to, to step into yeah. your job and do your job better, better than and you do it. do it.
0: So it just <laughs> a, it's just a really sad moment when you, and you can sort of see in his eyes that he knows that that's what's happening it's to true, him. It's true, actually.
2: That's very true. It's actually quite revealing, isn't it? He yeah, you can
0: see it in his eyes. But um, Look at his eyes. So, think <laughs> <laughs> so are we saying,
2: Danny, are you saying that
0: we can't then really talk about the other art questions he gets because it will ruin the quiz? Well, there's one in particular question I don't want you to talk about. All right, Let's just not name the three names until it comes to the quiz. Yes.
2: Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 just take it out. Lean forward to the mic. They can't see <laughs> you, the, you. I know you want I to wait, lean wait, wait, back wait. in despair. but leave. I give up on these quizzes. Listen, man, mean, you mean, just, mean, just don't tell us. When we talk about it, just don't mention it. I know we're not helping because we keep saying that's probably a rude question. So we need to... Jack and Seth, you and me, we all need to try and not do that. Yeah. So... Um, they leave the office. Brent can't believe his luck. He's floating around and he and he keeps looking to try and find people he can talk to. About he's obviously this. on cloud nine. Yeah, he?
3: absolutely. Like so this is a one eighty from how we left him at the end of 100%. episode two. He's kind of just this is the news he what needed to have. Right absolutely, now. he's elated, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he. Comes and I love out. the
1: way he tries to. I love the way he tries to segue in with those two characters. He's like <laughs> yeah. you two look like you're having a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> just having a meeting in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a poor segue into the conversation. Oh, just, yeah.
2: So good. Just to bring in who's just having a meeting. Really important, actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to keep it under your hat and he yeah. straight away goes, off, yeah. oh, hey, and he goes yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he tell tells
2: so many people and the bit I love especially is when he tells Keith and <laughs> yeah. Keith is sort of really monotone and obviously, and then he says, you know, well, 1,200 quid an hour. That's a typical accountant. Man, yeah, straight away. And then he just it? repeats it again. He's clearly unimpressed. He's just doing the sums. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> do we the should... math. <laughs> but we
3: shouldn't ignore the fact that Brent, these people are standing around because Brent walked out of the office uh, of, his, of his office oh yeah of course into the main bit and Neil has arranged some kind of like a birthday cake uh, giving yep. party to <laughs> uh, a birthday cake giving birthday birthday party cake what do we call those a birthday party <laughs> 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 he's arranged one of those (laughs) to to show his bossness
4: Jack's
2: having a great day for (laughs) grammar today and we we talked about it before in another episode about Brent taking these little barbs at Neil every time he gets and of course this time round it's
4: how much that cost you we're paying
5: you too much (laughs) I made it myself
2: some of my favourite facial expressions in the whole programme Brent's facial expressions to Neil where he's just kind of like that
1: with the cake, but
2: right. he's not even in a scene with anybody, he's just reacting to what other people are saying. Well, because
3: all the Swindon are raving about this cake, and they're yeah. like, raving about, oh, you know, she, she, you she tries lemon drizzle, it. yeah, yeah, it's homemade. And he yeah, reacts yeah.
2: to every single line from every yeah, yeah, single yeah. character. It's, it's actually it's, brilliant it's, acting by Gervais, really. It is, it is brilliant. It's really funny, yeah. I mean, this is a
0: pure hangover from the office cricket incident, you know, yeah, yeah, he's still, he's still furious at Neil, and he's so petulant, it's just oh, unbelievable, depressed. like,
1: this is weird, Danny. You seem to be more on Neil's side than Brent's side. No, because I expecting I
0: when, I, when I re-watched this, oh, my God, because I remember the bit we said about, oh, yeah, what well, you know, beware of false prophets, which I thought was a bit arsy. But then I remembered, actually, that was preceded by Brent being really <laughs> immature about him being invited yeah, to in the presentation. Brent is very immature, but... Young at heart.
3: I still think that... Ni- if, if, if this was real life, Neil should have... Even though he's above Brent, he should have just kind of said to Brent, David, you know, kind of just to have a word. I'm going to I'm gonna bring in a cake just so you know. I, yeah, I, no, I, I, I do it all this, the time so. for my people, you know what I mean? So there is going to be a bit of disruption. Could have been a team, team effort. Could have been a team effort, yeah. The fact that he, he doesn't kind of... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bring it, broach it, it with Brent at all. You can see why Brent would get annoyed, but I agree that Brent's not annoyed about that. Brent's just annoyed because he's been overshadowed. He's great news. He's getting overshadowed.
2: Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so as we he gives the piece of cake to Brent, and uh, yeah, Brent a, it takes one bite of and what does he say? It's sweet, in it? Too rich. That's really hard. I oh,
4: can um, to taste the um, lemon drizzle cake, even better.
1: <laughs>
4: I prefer a mm. flan. Yes, <laughs>
2: that is just the most desperate, reaching of a man who is just losing control but of the situation. Hands up, who's <laughs> flat? Hands up, who's <laughs> not said that in an environment where everyone's eating cake? I've got. I mean, yeah, that's. Do you exactly, know what I'm saying? Yeah. If so, you yeah. say that, if you're new to an office, and this is a good advice to the listeners, if you're if you're new in a job and you want to make friends, and someone's got a cake, you drop that quote. You'll instantly make a friend for life. Yeah, it's one of those dog whistles. Wh-
3: someone it, will laugh. It's one of those dog whistles where yeah, you either <laughs> get a laugh or you won't. And yeah, if yeah. you do
2: get a laugh, you know you're you know a yeah, yeah, yeah. friend. Like yeah. if I was to say, uh, Dental plan. Leasing these <laughs> braces. <laughs> <laughs> In a crowded room, you can find your kindred spirits. Chill out, don't have a cow, mate. So Trudy comes in and is starting to give everybody kisses. And obviously, <laughs> who's lined up? We've got the guy whose wife might see this. I can't remember his name. We never no. did get his name, did we? No. So she gives him a kiss. She gives Finchy a kiss, and she gives Keith a kiss. And then she just walks past Brent. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. harsh of Trudy. That's well, I mean, yeah, no matter what you think of Brent,
3: that's kind of just. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, yeah that was a bit
1: harsh. Obviously, well, that's um, a line. Good
3: girl. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, no woman should have to kiss someone she doesn't want to kiss. That we're all <laughs> agreed <laughs> I hope, but. but it does seem like... It's not saying, to yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, so it
1: seems like she did it to make it's a petty, point that she it? doesn't yeah. really like no, it. No, yeah, she did. It's a little bit bitchy. I and, and, mean, and, and in fact,
0: there's another point in a later episode where they're playing a game with the orange and he goes, whoa, yeah. yeah. whoa yeah. in that game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it comes I think back. Maybe I think he just likes anyone,
3: doesn't he? Do you reckon? Any, yeah. Anyone is fine. Yeah. Anyone fine. He just feels threatened. And he just sees, he looks at Trudy and he sees that she's a bit of a... How should we put this? An, a loose woman she's a sexually <laughs>
1: liberated woman
3: yeah she's, uh, and he hates that he feels really
5: uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but yeah so We've spoken about how he's kind of uh, intimidated by that, but I think he also kind of sees that as like, well, this is an easy
2: catch. I should. Yes. If, it- if there's anybody I'm going to get in my yeah. office, it's yeah. that one. I mean, don't forget, she, she's been all over the place today. I mean, she was sitting on Oliver's lap, yeah. having a laugh, uh, you know, offering to let him do her from behind if he wants to. Having banter with Finch about getting done from behind, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she's, at one point, sitting on the chair, having lots of kisses for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he feels a bit uncomfortable by the looks of her. Brent's yeah. utterly appalled by this behaviour yeah. and decides to go sit next to her and have a little chat. Yeah, which is... And the funny thing as
1: well is by this point she's she's quite pissed, isn't she? Oh, yeah. She's hampered. Like they've all been getting yeah. drunk. They've all been getting drunk all day, yeah. It, yeah.
3: Well, I wonder what De- Neil actually <laughs> thinks about Trudy's behaviour. Because she's pretty outrageous. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. like really, really... and No wonder Brent has to <coughs> and do feels, out like I guess
2: have a talk with her. And she, she gets out of order with that little talk. And actually, Brent yeah, yeah. lights back perfectly. It wasn't yeah. an overreaction by Brent at all, I don't think. that. Yeah, but you've let yourself go a bit, don't you?
4: I've let myself go a bit. Yeah, eh? it yourself. You're an embarrassment, though, to be honest.
2: The thing is, not everybody in that office is going to be professional. There are some people that are like that, that overstep the mark. And it does show that he's at least... Got it in him to bite back, and he's yeah. not just a complete loser because actually that is massively inappropriate. I mean, yeah. To be fair, he probably could have done an official disciplinary yeah. rather than just telling him. Yeah. she's yeah. an <laughs> embarrassment. Pinky. Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that
3: that whole quote of his going, "I've let myself go," you're an embarrassment, man yeah. Is often used as like a kind of like it's, it's one of those classic quotes that everyone yep. uses as kind of almost like the jokes on Brent, like he shouldn't have said that. Mm. But if you see it in context, he's. Yeah, like you said, he's the boss. He should have maybe done an official disciplinary. But I think he is yeah. within his rights socially yeah, I to socially, fight yeah. back
2: against her. Yeah. I think the reaction is more bore out of the fact that she's maybe turned him down and been rude to him. That's definitely it is. As what opposed yeah, to yeah, the yeah, unprofessionalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's more about actually.
1: the rejection. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah, is. more about yeah, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah, that he's feeling yeah, rejected yeah. by everyone. It's by, not, yeah, it's not embarrassing and the Swindon lot do kind of reject Ben Brent. They don't exactly... It wasn't you, Brent. <laughs> it wasn't
2: <he> Brent. <laughs> 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 so, Brent's going around the office telling anybody that, with, that will listen about his new venture with... Um, Cooper and Webb, and across the office, he spies that actually Cooper and Webb are talking yeah. to Neil. Yeah. And he, and he yeah. absolutely you can't have that. So he podges he, he over. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? This is, I mean, this is probably just my petty side coming out and exposing
3: itself, but I can, I'm can, i with Brent on this. I can see, not that Neil's done anything wrong, and not that Ray and Jude have no. specifically done anything wrong, but I can see why Brent would be upset, because it
2: is kind of... It's they come in to ask him, do you know what I mean, and well, it's getting him. Over. I would get annoyed. but I, I would think, get yeah. jealous. About he's this. the one that's made it into the big deal that he sees it as. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah I mean? Yeah. He's the one that's made it into this exclusive club. <laughs> well, it's that's really it's not.
0: It's not like it's not like he's not going
2: to be a speaker because exactly. is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the petty bitterness it's just, of friends. It's really petty. It's petty. If I was a attendee at one of those uh, things, I know who I would rather have speaking to me. David. No, Neil. Obviously, <laughs> I, I'd If you paid money to hear a genuine, like someone who's going to teach you how to be professional, surely Neil's the better candidate. I don't think they paid money. I think they've been shipped off there by their company. Oh well, but maybe. Yeah, you'd have to be a right muppet to pay for one of them, though. Do you know what I mean? Well, sometimes you have to to get accreditation uh, to do certain uh, things. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> yes. it,
0: yeah it, well, you know, you know that guy, um, the 127 <laughs> <laughs> hours guy, who yeah. chopped his own off. Oh, yeah. He, he made he absolute What's all right? Is it what? What are you talking about? Made that guy the 127 hours guy
2: yeah
0: you know what did he do parky <laughs> tends to have people on his show have actually done something but no the 127 hours guy the guy who chopped his own arm off <laughs> yeah what about him he made a fortune doing him? motivational it's speeches just, it's always
2: just waving <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> so he. made he made like he made enough money to pay off his mortgage through doing motivational speeches. I'll cut my arm for that. There is, <laughs> there is, that? There is it money in <laughs> Yeah, what's I got to do with this? Well, you know, motivation. <laughs> 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 no, I thought it was. I'm just saying. Bones. I'm just saying. He thinks three hundred pound pro bars. You should see what they've got. Well, they It'll cost you an arm and a <laughs> <I'm> leg. <laughs> <in Washington. laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing no. that's really special about this though is that Neil turns them down. David thinks he's hit the like uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the 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 crown jewel on this thing, and, and Neil turns them down. I'm too busy. But that's almost Neil, I think, saying there to, to
1: Brent. You either got it or you haven't, and you know I haven't. You haven't. I you actually have maybe like that, yeah I, no. so. I
0: actually do kind of agree agree with Neil on this. I don't believe in like teaching stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I mean I wouldn't. Like, yeah, I, you can't learn it from watching
2: a bloody hour long or two hour speech. I think. But but then Neil he doesn't want to do it, and then but, but he says like, I know that you can teach that sort of thing, and then David Brent said oh depends who the guru is. And he makes a joke saying, well, beware false prophets. Now, you could say, oh, maybe he's taking a slight at David saying, uh, you know, you're no profit. But you could also say, actually, these companies are a bit of a sham. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's I don't. I think, think, yeah, yeah, me yeah saying, I don't think that's. But, a David's reaction, out of order. but David's reaction is absolutely bang out of order. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> saying that to a manager? It's just as uh, uh, utterly appalling. It's not all about profits, so I meant profits. I meant I meant, been... I meant, I meant. if only, if only, if only me auntie had bollocks, she'd be me uncle.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah, Neil just looks at him, he's about to say something, and then just thinks, like, oh, you know, I can't be asked. But I think. At this point, Neil's pretty much made up his mind. Brent is, Brent is doomed. I agree. And then my opinion
2: of Neil goes down so we realise that Neil loves Finchy. Well, this is really interesting, isn't it? Because we've all talked about triangles and all this kind of stuff. So now not only is, is, does Finchie already know Chris they're actually pretty good friends they've got a secret handshake they've got, yeah a secret handshake and Brent's face when he sees that handshake Neil very good friend Chris yeah, I know Chris yeah. Nick
4: saw my jokes I do not nick him I borrow him
1: <laughs> Finchie almost sees Neil as above him yeah he does Finchie respects Neil yeah he doesn't respect Brent he lets Brent into his nonsense but he doesn't respect him and then he's like oh no yeah well, well Neil's my mate he's a proper mate well thing yeah. is I don't think and he's I feel sorry mate. for Brent that's one point where I genuinely start to feel for Brent I think that's where the tide starts to turn and yeah. I think, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. poor Brent, cause you can
2: see his face, like, ah. Oh. Finch is the chameleon, right? And he becomes what he thinks the person in power, whoever that person might be, whatever level of power <laughs> they're at, he becomes what he thinks they want to see. Okay, so with yeah, Brent, yeah. he becomes this... This this additional person to on, like a lad to go out in the pool with yeah. with um, Neil he becomes a bit more professional a bit more highbrow maybe some of these yeah, other yeah, jokes yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know about, mean, I don't know maybe about know. Maybe not know highbrow for oh, yeah, Finchie the core joke is very <laughs> highbrow <laughs> right yeah, he's, not, <laughs> he's, not, he, he's not making
3: uh, Natsuquie David yeah, uh, exactly. Bread jokes he maybe, knows his he. audience
2: doesn't he Finchy so he's he's, he's playing wow. to how I don't think that Finchy wouldn't step over Neil in a heartbeat if another more senior person came oh yeah yeah I don't
0: I don't agree about that in fact I'd say this 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 is to Neil's detriment the scene because you start to see that actually he will like he'll set up off-color jokes with Finchy, like and they'll laugh together. Oh, with yeah. bread, like with the cause thing later. If it's a job I can help her. Yeah, exactly. So really? Actually, really? actually, actually, Neil is just <laughs> as face as
4: Finchy. Well, if it's a blowjob, I can help her. Yeah. <laughs> no, i desperate for money. <laughs> hey, tell her I'll take her up the doll office. Eh? Doll
1: orifice. <laughs> I think um, Finchy exposes what Neil is truly like. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I mean, that's the argument for Neil being the ultimate antagonist. And that's why, especially in the Christmas specials, we're kind of glad when he gets to come up and Because until now, Neil's actually seemed all right. Yeah. But we get... That's why this scene with him and Finchie is pivotal, because we need that... If if the idea by Gervais and Merchant in their script in the in the story is to make us feel sympathy for Brent because of how kind of what a prick Neil is, yeah. This scene is the pivotal one. This scene is, the, this uh, is yeah. This, this is, is the, the start of that point. because we need, we need that because we need to see, right, Neil is on a level with Finchie
1: here.
2: Yeah, and don't forget... Uh, yeah, I, I think that, I that's think that was restaurant. the big reveal of this episode. Well, exactly, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, we've got yeah. Brent losing his friend Finchie. We've got Brent losing his respective of office. We've just had him losing the exclusivity of his uh, gig. His yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, in three scenes, he's just gone bang, bang, bang and he's lost all the things that were building him up in this episode.
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And
0: we're back to dawn. I'm fed up in terms of his mood. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you noticed know, so the the role he plays with Finch is completely evolved now. In series one, he was in the position Neil is now. You know, joining him with his jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's like on the it's corner. Now. now he's on the corner, and he's like he's like trying to like actually be trudish when like when Neil's make when um. Yeah where they're making their bawdy jokes about the cause, he's going, oh, sexist. Yeah. Don't mean you'll get women like the cause. <laughs> like you would not. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. actually, yeah, he's actually stopped pretending to respect Finchie. He's actually getting quite fed up with Finchy now, you know this? Yeah, like you could get anyone like the cause. Yeah, what? Well, just because I don't kiss and tell doesn't mean I don't get... <laughs> you don't normally kiss because I've got nothing to tell. This is actually the beginning of the end for him and Finch as well. So, the seeds of Chris, why don't you fuck off, are laid here. Right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. true.
1: I think that Brent you knew all along that Finch's a bit of an asshole. When he yeah. takes that mask off that he wears and puts it up for the evening and sits down, he's probably like, oh, yeah. God, Chris Finch, what a horrible man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: probably. Yeah, and yeah, And now he's actually, ironically, now he's actually on the floor and no one will really, and yeah, it's becoming obvious that people don't really like him anymore. Yeah. Now he's got no reason to pretend to Finchy either. Yeah. And, but, of course, yeah. in the Christmas special, he replies to it in a heroic way, whereas this episode, he f- tries, but he fails miserably and ends up making a complete idiot of himself in front of everyone, in one of the funniest, <laughs> <laughs> in one of the probably one of the iconic scenes. I believe um, Andrea Corr, actually, I was doing an interview with her, about how outraged... The cause were, but how
3: they
1: thought it was funny. So, what about this scene?
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how horrified were you when uh, when Richard oh, yeah. dished out his plan for the cause What? <laughs> yes.
4: uh, it was awful. It was kind of like you know, in one way, how dare you? And oh my god, I can't stop laughing. You're so funny.
0: Poor old Jim Core as well. Yeah. Funny, you know. Yeah, he he's was. not <laughs> such a bad. Poor old Jim he, He's
3: not such a bad catch to be <laughs> at end yeah, up why with. Does he, why does he have to get kicked out of a, of a force in with his sisters?
0: Did you just say <laughs> he's not such
1: David. a bad catch, Daddy? Well, is that, well? If you well, I'm not gay, but you know. I always knew you would. No, but you've yeah. declared yeah. that you fancy Oliver and Jim
0: No, for a generation of office fans now, he's like. The man that David Brent
1: will kick out of bed. No, give me, would end up with the brother. (laughs) No, 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 I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I push the brother out of the room,
0: I get the other three, and I
2: bend them all over, and I do the drummer, the lead singer, and that one who plays violin. And that's a classic sitcom thing, isn't it, where it just goes silent? Silence in the office. Even Finchie's like, that's yeah. too far. Everybody's quiet that, that happens quite a lot
1: at this side. I mean, it happens after he says, I prefer a flan. Everyone goes yeah. kind of quiet yeah. there as well. But it's, this is like an explosion of Brent's frustration at the of yeah, his yeah, tension. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I'll push her out of the room. It's like, shut up, all right? Yeah. I, I, you know... I, and yeah. it's always I end the up with a brother, you know. Like. And it's
2: always the way where it just goes silent. It's quite a classic sitcommy thing, but and th- that's the last bit of the episode. Do you know what I mean? It's quite a, a dry ending. For it this did
3: episode. seem like I've got to say when I was watching it back today, it did seem like a very sudden episode where it felt like there hadn't really been a big kind of like build up. Yeah, to it, it.
2: That's what I mean. Yeah, it's a bit a bit easy. Do you know what I mean? The, the idea of saying something over the top, everybody going quiet, mm. and it being awkward is is too. It's too broad and basic for the show. Do you know what I mean? And I think that the problem I have with it is that
3: the dynamic at the end between Finchie and Neil and Brent has only really been established think like Finchie's only come in like two scenes before this so it's not like this episode's been building towards it I think that's the problem that's this, uh, this, this climax this big ending to the episode has been building for maybe a scene and a half since Finchie's come in yeah. so it feels it does feel like it's kind of Ooh. an
2: anti it feels incomplete it feels like an an, 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 un, an undeveloped thought I think also because it's like a setup episode for the next episode yeah. it, to us it genuinely isn't an ending because actually yeah. the ending happens in the next episode. So maybe that's why it doesn't feel like a good ending. It well, yeah, a maybe. There, was a, there Life was a, isn't a, about
1: th- endings. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just a series of motivational speeches. <laughs> it's just a
3: series of episodes. <laughs> and, that, and then I'll, after I watched it, I was reflecting <laughs> on it. And I was like, actually, I mean, I don't mean to be down on the show. As we say, I was, I've said before, every episode is great. Love it. But if we're talking about like you know what are the weaker episodes, what are the best yeah, no, episodes. When we talk about filler episodes, this... <laughs> is a filler well, episode. I was underwhelmed I was when I first saw it, actually. No, it's funny. You, it, enough. It, it's funny, there's great quotes, but what is in this episode? Oh, a lot, of my, all this bit, does a lot of my favourite bits of in this episode. This this episode, except for just setting up that Ray and Jude came in and invited them to do training, which they could have done in the next episode quite easily, mm. This is completely filler. It doesn't tell us anything we don't already See, know. For me, we know we know that Brent has a feud with Neil. We know that Brent kind of is is, is, is trying to get in with the Swindon, up back, but but can't. We know that uh, Rachel and Tim and Dawn
2: have a love triangle. This
3: isn't telling us
2: anything new. I, I disagree. I think that this one there's a lot of exposition in terms of that triangle, but in, in terms of the two triangles between Gareth, Tim, and Rachel, mm. between Tim, Rachel, yeah. and Dawn, and also. I, I feel like this and the next episode, motivation, are actually kind of a two parts of one episode. Uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, what yeah, what yeah, I mean. yeah, So yeah. I don't think. Motivation uh, I agree is... with you, James. This is like
1: this is the setup for the brilliant motivation yeah. episode. I think yeah, yeah, so.
2: yeah. Motivation episode is brilliant.
1: Let's agree that you agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we could have had more. It's a brilliant from... episode. Yeah, I think.
3: I think so. we... No, listen. I'm not saying it's bad. I just want to be very. Clear. Don't slag it off. Yeah, what have be... you ever done on time? I just <laughs> want to. Be... <laughs> I just want to be very clear. <laughs> it's hilarious. I laughed. I love all of the office. I think all twelve episodes. Are complete bangers but if we're talking about we talked before about what are the weaker episodes what are the better episodes we yeah. talked about whether there is filler episodes and I just think that this is a filler episode you probably in really... the week from the chaff you probably end up with episode
0: three <laughs> <laughs> so, push episode three Way out the, the window. Yeah. I'll, I'll do motivation chariot judgment and that that training one that was you putting film in people's minds which oh, is necessarily let's go on with the quiz. But. Question, num- question number one. Well, no, hold on. Introduce me. On. Do your okay. intro, Danny. Okay, guys. I'm sorry. I, um, I started a bit, pre- came a bit prematurely there. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh I to say <laughs> um, it's the time for our favourite bit of the show, the quiz. And from next week, I believe we're going to start recording this at the beginning of the episode because... There's too much of people guessing what the question is going to be and it's kind of ruining it. Yeah, yeah, and that's actually a that's really, a really a good idea. idea. So that's a, that's show, a genuinely good idea. Yeah. So yeah, we might, you might hear it at the end, but we'll start recording it at the beginning. I reckon we should, a another, we should do another live quiz. Really so. good. Yes, yeah. So that's what we'll do for next week. So right. this time, for the last time, we're doing it at the end of the episode. It's the quiz.
2: Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, We'll so, start put it at the end of the episode. For yeah, me. we'll put it. the end of the episode from your perspective, but we'll start filming Yeah, it so before. it's not going to make any difference. Yeah, so they, oh, don't, need so well, they, they don't need <laughs> to know yet. They don't need to know doesn't matter. We'll leave
3: that Yeah, leave that. Well, it's a bit of a running thing that we ruined this quiz for in the episode. Isn't yeah, <laughs> it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> true. So from
0: next week, that won't be happening. But this <laughs> week, okay, I've written extra questions because I knew this would happen. I'm not going to ask the questions we've already yeah. referred yeah. yeah. to. So, here we go. So, how many questions have we got left now? Hang on, buzzers. Well, I I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll, we'll work we'll it, it as we go along, right? Shumbled. So, no, it's not. It's good. Hang so, on, buzzers. Can so, we hear the buzzers, it. please? Mr. Emblow. Kendall asked cheeky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> the cheeky bastard himself has that as his home. Uh Mr. Kendall. That's
2: right, I've got cable.
0: Kendall's <laughs> got cable. And Mr. <laughs> Bolton. For a flag. Professor
2: Flann. <laughs> uh, classic, classic. I must say, there was a, a, a treasure trove of, of buzzers for this episode. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, got a smorgasbord board of classic. Yeah, absolutely. Quotes, <laughs> <a> great quotes this <laughs> episode. <laughs> yes. episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. Without further ado, question number one. This is very difficult. What does David Brent call himself when instructing Tim to tell Taffy he said it's okay under
1: his breath? Professor oh, Flann. Seth. Oh no! Is it? No, that's it. Brontosaurus Rex. No, Correct. No,
0: it is. Yes, yes. it is. So
2: never would have. Brent-
1: he says to himself, "Brontosaurus Rex." I didn't know. Yeah. Brent- yeah. Yeah. Brent- yeah. So- Why would he
2: call himself that? That's so racist. Yes, I that's know he or does Watch that scene
1: again. Yeah, it he, he, is that Brontosaurus Rex. I did know yes. he yes. referred to himself as that, but I didn't pick up on it there. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah no, 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 he,
3: he,
0: no, he just it. says, it under his
1: breath He goes Brontosaurus Rex. Yes.
0: All right. Okay. Right. Question number two. How long does Tim tell Glynn he can have, but with no touching? That last cheeky bastard. Five minutes, James. Five minutes it is, yes. Five minutes, no touching, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's Seth and James at one all.
2: Okay, on, what, what, what's the tournament score at the moment?
0: you were, score. you you, you you're, 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 you've swept the board oh, so far. Yes, of
2: course. Sorry, I keep yeah. forgetting.
1: Okay. <laughs> you knew the answer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Right, we're... question number three. We're going to leave because we. And leave it. We can, can read, read, it out and there. read out the question was anyway. <laughs> The question was going to be, what does Gareth give Tim out of 10 for hiring the Dildo? We all know it's three. Hmm. Right, question... The actual question number sure three is going to be... In fact, we're not going to ask that because that's too easy as well. <laughs> no, no, do it. If we haven't guessed it. <laughs> uh, question number three... Um, who, this can be a two-part, two-marker. So one point for getting two of them right. Two yeah, points yeah. for the three. Classic. Yeah, yep.
1: Two-parter.
0: Yep. Um, who would Brent have to work in <laughs> that? Like? A what? What
2: I, I almost buzzed before you asked that. As soon as you said it was a three-point quest, question. Yeah. right We're gonna go with. Um. It doesn't even. Bring I do. I home. do. I do. It's Rory Bremner. Yes. It is. Uh, oh God. He uh, even know. No, I do. I do. I do. I do. I was on top of my tongue. Oh, I've Really. On.
0: Okay, James, yeah. you've got, no, five, you've got five seconds. No, go on. not Too much pressure. Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, yep. And Martin Luther King. Correct. Oh. Yeah. So I, that'll be a point to Jack for that. And uh, James, you only got one, so you don't get any points. Fair enough. Oh, uh, Next question. Those are the rules. That was the rules. And you buzzed in before you even knew what the question what no, was. No, no, no but we did not. I knew what the question was. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay, who does Brent compare himself to when he says that they're looking for motivational speakers? They want something tied to their dad. Oh, God, who is it? Um, John Harvey Jones. Who is John Harvey Jones? I only know him yeah, as a, a reference. That's a good point, actually. I in thought that office. when I watched it. Who is it? I
2: only know him as a reference from the XFM shows because oh. Steve Motion refers to him. Right.
0: So, <laughs> so James has now <laughs> poked his nose in front with two points. Seth and Jack have one apiece. So, next question, which is actually... I numbered it as question nine. It's now question five. Um, <laughs> that's how many questions right. we've right. got what, what is Rachel seeing getting mullered on? That's what I don't you know. You don't know. Okay, Seth. What is she seeing
1: getting Muller? Oh wait,
0: yeah. Lager. Oh, correct lager, but can anyone
1: give me the brand of lager? Budweiser. No. Anyone else? Forget about it. Brand of brand of bloody I want to know the exact I did notice it. Oh, oh. Heineken. No, Stella. It is Stella? Yeah. Well done, Jack. Very good.
2: Very good.
0: Didn't say you just had one goal. <laughs> okay.
2: You said first one to shout out you the bill. Well, yeah. <laughs> Next question. Um,
0: who does Finchy ask after? The one with the tits. Oh, no, i never going to do that. <laughs> the one with the tits. Who <laughs> so is it, James? Lisa. It is indeed oh, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Question number seven. What's Gareth's <laughs> Ga- Ga- top trump speciality? <laughs> Monster <laughs> trucks. <laughs> Monster <laughs> trucks. Well uh, done, Seth. Yes. So... James is on three, Seth's on two, Jack is on two. Oh. Okay, question number eight, which was originally question number 11. Um, (laughs) What's playing in the background as Brent speaks to Trudy about wanting a big, magnificent animal? What song? What song? Very, very quietly in the background.
2: I know the answer. Oh God, I don't
0: know. How can you know it, James? It's UB40. Oh my God. Uh, What's the name of it though? though? Hang on. Can you just sing it to me? Kingston
2: Town, is it?
0: No.
3: I don't know then. If it's not red, red wine, then I would... It know. is red,
2: oh, red wine. <laughs> But you know what? I'm no, don't give it to no, me. No, I guess you quite No, I I c I, I not know what it was called, to be fair. I knew it was you okay. before. Okay, <laughs> I'm still impressed that anyone wasn't <laughs> that at all, because it was so quiet. <laughs> um,
0: you know what? I'm going to ask question nine. Who is it that gives Ra- Trudy the dildo as a present? I don't I prefer a flag. Is it Rachel? It is indeed Rachel. Oh, yes. Good. good call, sir. So, well done.
1: That wasn't that easy. Well, I
0: was that. thinking it must be oh, hard. So that's we now we're on a tiebreaker now between Who's? Seth Bolton and James Emlow. Oh, well, there we go. So mm-hmm. the tiebreaker question: um, Can you? Yeah, should we just do buzzer? Should I not get involved? Is there no way I nah, can get? it? It's three, three, two. No, so it could in be a draw, and then a tiebreaker after that. Yeah, in yeah, fact, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. going to have to think of another question. <laughs> okay. Julian <laughs> Clary, how old is he in this episode? He tells you his age. Buzz everyone. That's why I got cable. That's why I got cable, Jack? Twenty nine. Twenty-nine, correct. Oh. So now so we it's have three a, a three way tie. Just like the cause.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although that was four ways, to really be fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so whoever gets this wins. Correct. Yes. Well, this
3: is probably their this, oh. this is the closest <laughs> we've ever been on. This. Yeah. We hadn't ever had to go to two tiebreakers. Neck and neck.
0: Stretching. I'm gonna do the best tiebreak I can think of. I'm just gonna. This is the final thing. I'm gonna ask you all to write down the date the episode's aired originally. This and, and, this and the nearest the, and the nearest one wins. So this Everyone just write th- down this
2: episode. Yeah. Can't we just say it? And no. No, no, because that'll, that'll be. That. Am I gonna
0: write it down? That'll I'm be not there. That'll be tactical. Text it to me. <laughs> Jack's doing
2: it on his fingers. Okay. All right. I'm done. Okay. Right. In fact, because Seth could just say his other, then we read ours out.
0: Um. In fact, yeah. Right. Okay, Seth. What's your answer? 22nd of May 2002 Right, Jack wins what what it, for October 14th of October, October 2002 yeah. is the exact date Because I remember really? but we, we work work that? Because we said but the 30th of September was oh. when the first one was done
3: Yeah, and it's a bit two weeks later Well out. done,
1: well done Yeah So Jack victory? <laughs> hard-fought battle, guys I enjoyed yeah, that, that was good. It's one of the yeah. best yet
2: So, series score now Oh, I said 5th of February 2003, because I thought it was oh. six. Well, yeah, I mis- I miscalculated it. Yeah, because it is 2003. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Jack one,
0: wow. and James 2. And we're still waiting for Seth to get off the um,
2: scoreboard. Oh, okay, so that basically rounds off another episode, guys. Well done. Excellent quiz, Danny. Excellent yeah. analysis, guys. Uh, yeah. Good, good stuff. Meaty oh. discussions today, which I think is nice. Yeah, to I think I enjoyed
1: that one. I think that was a good one
2: yeah I think so so um, just another big thanks to everybody that's been listening I mean as we sit here today recording this one we've gone live with our first episode of series 2 yeah. and we broke a new record from our perspective in terms of how many downloads in one day so yeah, 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 we're really, really chuffed with that yeah. it's been absolutely amazing uh, amazing comments loads of great feedback so thank you all so much for listening uh, please continue to you right. There, <laughs> what was that <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> Seth blowing into sorry, the microphone sorry, oh, stop <laughs> blowing I can't name, can you? She said no, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. And like I said, don't forget to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And again, if you've got any Office fans that you know that haven't heard the podcast, send it over to them, drop them a tweet, drop them a Facebook message, uh, tell them about this amazing podcast that you've discovered.
3: Uh, yeah. Was there any other thing? And else? tell them about our one too. Yeah. Boring, isn't
0: it?